Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Quick Bits, where we talk about top new news stories of the day, what's going on in this country and around the world. And uh, let's see, let's just get right into it. Our first uh, story comes from the New York Post. And in this is talking about Fauci says time to start inching back toward normality. It's kind of a hard word to say, normality. I had to practice that one a little bit. But, uh, um, yep, Fauci is just talking about time to get back to the norm. Uh, people's lives, I guess. So, uh, let's see what it says here. Um, Dr. Anthony Fauci said on Wednesday that it is time for the United States to start inching back towards normality, despite remaining risk from COVID-19. So, I guess, I don't know. They're going to try to start somehow, some form, some way to get back the way the way things used to be, which, I mean, how can we go back from the last few years of all all these regulations and and the things that's been going on to everybody um, with this um, with this COVID-19? Um, so I don't I don't know how that's going to work out. But let's just see what they have to say here. He did an interview with Routers and Fauci said uh, said U.S. Uh, states are facing tough choices in their efforts to balance the need to protect their citizens from infections and the growing fatigue with a pandemic that has dragged into its third year. Man, can you believe this has been going on for, we're going into the third year of all of this. This is, it just seems like a really, like a really long, one long year. It doesn't seem like three years or two and a half years, whatever it is, but like really one long, just one long year. Man, that's amazing. But here we go. He says here, there is no perfect solution to this, said Fauci. Uh, early on Wednesday, U.S. health officials said they were preparing new COVID guidance on many aspects of the virus response as the Omicron surge in cases declined. New guidance? Here we go. I don't Just imagine what else they want us to do. I mean, you know, first you put your mask on, then now you wear two masks and three masks, and then I've heard you got to wear pantyhose. I mean, where did they draw the line? You know what I mean? But I guess you can kind of say in the good news here, that the Omicron surge is kind of, it's, you know, it is on the decline. So that's a good thing. We're just going to see what they're going to do next after that goes. So here we go. Uh, let's see what else he had to say. The fact, this is Dr. Fauci saying that the, that the fact that the world and the United States, in particular certain parts of the United States, are just up to here with COVID. They just really need to somehow get their life back he said i just don't i just don't see us going back to the way things used to be it i mean i've noticed every 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 so many years something happens and it and it changes look at like after 9 11 you know that's changed everything especially in airports now you know all all what you have to go through there that was just supposed to be temporary you know with, with all that in the airports, and now that's continued to going on. I mean, that had, that never changed. It never stopped. Because it, it used to be easy just to go to the airport and get on a plane. But now there's all, all that, that you have to go through just to get on a plane. And now, having a passport and wear your mask when you're on the plane. So how are we supposed to go back? I like, I really like to know how. I just don't, I don't think we'll ever go back to, because I mean, every, they've scared so everybody so much with all this stuff. I, I mean, the slightest little thing to come up and people will freak out, you know, because they've used fear. Uh, but then he says, you, know, you don't want to be reckless and throw everything aside 
but you've got to start inching towards that. He said inching. I mean, that's gonna. That means that could take forever. I mean, inching. I mean, they should go ahead and just drop everything. I mean, seriously. I mean, look at what Texas is doing, Florida is doing, and some other states. I mean, it, it can be done. They don't have to worry about inching to do anything. They could just do it. It's that simple. Um, let's see. Uh, Fauci acknowledged that states' revised policies could involve trade-offs and some unnecessary infections, but hewing too closely to strict prevention policies was also harmful. Wow. Okay. Trade-offs and some unnecessary infections. Yeah. And then he goes and say, is the impact on mental health, is the impact on development of kids, is the impact on schools, is that balanced against trying to be totally pristine and protecting against infection? He says, I don't have the answer to that, he said. He didn't have any answers to nothing because he always contradicted himself anyways. On that, there is, I don't think there is going back to a true normal, a true normality as he says hmm and going on with that regards there's a um i have another story i guess going along with this uh same same thing new york post here um americans are split over states scrapping mask mandates i mean i just don't i don't i don't get how people can be can be split over that you know, I mean, you should. They should see what it's what it's doing in some states. I mean, it's people are 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 getting back to their lives. You know, um, the surge isn't as bad. It's in some of this, um, like here in Texas, is not that bad. In Florida, and we've dropped a lot of that stuff, the mandates and and you know and the mask wearing. But it's um, let's see. There's a poll, I guess, that was taken. It says that 32 states, including New York, have a limited or allowed at least some mandates to expire. 43% say it's too early to rescind them, a political morning consult survey found. By contrast, 20% of res- respondents say it's the right time to drop requirements. 15% say mandates should have been rescinded already, and 14% say they should uh, never been uh, imposed in the first place. A total of forty-nine percent. So that's where they're um, getting some of these percents. I don't. Uh, nearly two-thirds of respondents identify as Democrats. Sixty-five uh, percent fall into the too early camp, um, uh, compared to twenty percent of Republicans and forty-two percent of Independents. By contrast, seventy-five percent of Republicans fall into one of the other three categories and compared to 26% of Democrats are 47% independents, blah, blah, blah. Um, see, the poll also found that just under half of respondents, 49% believe uh, local governments should be encouraging COVID-19 vaccinations and masking in indoor spaces down 7% points from September. So that's not too bad. Boy, they really hate to come to Texas, man. I've <laughs> I've gone to places where hardly anybody's wearing a mask. It's crazy, and it's like super crowded. So, which is good. People are trying to get back to normal. Like, you know, Fauci says that we should inch toward it. I mean, no, you shouldn't just, you should just, we should just do it. You know, stop with all these mandates. 
You know, stop regulating people what they can and cannot do. You know, I think people are smart enough to, uh, you know, to know what to do, what not to do. Let's see. Um, wow, here here we go. Here's some polls. Here's some numbers for you. Um, we ask whom they trust more to handle the COVID-19 pandemic. 43% to choose Democrats in Congress. 34% pick uh, congressional Republicans. And 24% say they don't know or didn't have an opinion. Wow. Hmm, okay. They really choose Democrats? Wow. However, a plurality of uh, voters, 41% say uh, President Biden is doing a poor job in handling the outbreak, while just 22% say he's doing a good job, and 17% say excellent, and 16% say just fair. <laughs> Wow, that's so crazy. Let's see, there's a lot of people, you know, they don't, you know, they don't want the mandate. I mean, you know, like the like the convoy, you know, the Freedom Convoy in Canada, that's the whole point of those truckers up there is just no mandates. You know, it should be a choice Um, if what people do, if they want to wear a mask, if they want the injection, you know, you should always consult your doctor before you getting that injection. To make sure it is right for you, that your body can handle it, um, it should be a choice, and they shouldn't use fear mongering to get people to do what they want them to do. So going back to a new uh, back to normal, I just I don't I don't know if it'll actually ever be the way it was before COVID. I don't know if we if we can actually go back to normal. So. Here's a question for you that got me thinking about all this. So going back to normal, let's just say, here we go. You met Jesus. You met him. Can you return back to your normal life? Regardless if you have accepted him or not accepted him, could you go, could you go back to your normal life knowing, knowing that? And here I give an example here in, um, where am I at? In, in Mark chapter 10, I'm going to read verses um, 17 through 22 here. And when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said, See, there's a key point right there. He loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to thee, give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, take up thy cross, and follow me. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. See, he didn't choose him at that time, and he went away. See, it affects you. Your life will not be the same after meeting Jesus, regardless, good or bad. You know, if you accept him or don't accept him, your life is changed forever, because you know that there's something greater and more out there than you. So, and let's see, 
and I have a few more verses here I wanted to look I wanted to uh just kind of to go over and I just kind of to bring up okay meeting Jesus what is that what does that mean coming coming before him here so let's look at I want to look at uh Matthew 5:17 the purpose of why Jesus was here and it's Matthew 5:17 if I can find it if I can Okay, think not that I am come to destroy the law of the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. He came here to fulfill the prophecies. And then in Luke, let's see, Luke 19.10. Luke 19. Luke 19.10 says, if I can find it. There we go. Where are we? Okay, here we go. Luke 19, 10 says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Which was lost. And then, here we go. Here's a good one. Most people probably um, know this one. Um, let's see. I got John 3, 16 through 17. I'm going to use that. But for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal lasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So there so there you go on that. And then um, and then let's see, look at John 939 here. Um I don't remember. I don't. I'm, I'm having to look them up because I don't. I don't know them by heart except for uh, John three sixteen. Everybody knows. Every, everybody should know that one. But um, John nine thirty nine, and Jesus said, "For judgment I am come unto this world that they which see not might see, and that they which see might be made blind, open the eyes of them to see, and the ones who think they know." close their eyes my whole point was to present and to tell why Christ has come and then give and to give you this that in Romans 3 23 says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God that no one is good enough to go to heaven on their own merit no matter how much good we do we still fall short and then in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. Uh, so just as there are wages for good, there is punishment for wrong. For the penalty for our sin is eternal separation from God in hell. And then Romans 5.8, but God commendeth his love towards toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ's great love, great love for us was shown when he died on the cross and rose again from the dead. To pay our sin debt, and then uh, twenty three six Romans six twenty three again. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's the second part there, and then Romans ten thirteen. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Everlasting life is a gift purchased by the blood of Jesus and offered freely to those who can, who call upon Him by faith. So that's my that's that's the question I pose now. Since you have met Jesus here and why he came 
Now that's the question I have. You know, they ask that question, what is normal? You know, what, you know, going back to normal. My question is, meeting Jesus, can you go back to your normal life, whether you accept him or not accept him? I don't think you can, just like that rich man couldn't. I don't think he went back to a normal life knowing all these things about Christ and what he'd done, that he was born of a virgin birth and that he did uh, die on the cross and that he did three days later rose from the grave, give us eternal life, ever everlasting, you know, to save us from our sins, that his blood covers our sins, purifies us, cleanses us, makes us whole. Knowing this, can you go back to your normal life? That is the question I pose to you. So, I'll leave it to you. I'll leave it to this. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the, from the Lord Jesus Christ.